0: Well, hello, world. Welcome back to Golf Stub Park. Colt Note and Drew Stoltz. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see I got this beautiful backdrop. I'm in New York City. Just left the Travelers. Big day tomorrow, sleeves. Turning 38. Had to come to to the city to celebrate it.
1: Yes, dude. Wanted to send you a big happy B-Day. You got a nice day lined up, too, by the way. Gravy meets the Big Apple. Hell of a backdrop you got behind behind you. Uh, Tell the folks where you're banging it tomorrow.
0: Yeah. So, by the way, uh, 90 miles from TPC River Highlands to the Soho Grand here in downtown Manhattan. Uh, 90 miles, three hours. Traffic is so sweet in this place, it's unbelievable. But we're gonna go out on a night on the town tonight and then heading up to the Hamptons tomorrow, teen it up at one of my all-time favorite, Friars Head. Then Tuesday, we're jumping on the boat, going across the Hudson to Liberty National. It's gonna be a hell of a few days, my man.
1: Look at your butt. How else would you bring in 38, you know what I mean? What That's other ways right. is there to do it? Friar's said. By the way, there's so many good ones up there. I feel like it gets attention, but I don't think it gets as much as it deserves. It's it's it is. top five in the sleaze rankings, at least. I don't know how the rest of the world golf, golf, all these things rank them, but it's
0: it's good. And it doesn't just beat your head in like some of the courses up no. there. It's it's in my top three. I can't wait to do it. But I gotta give a huge shout out to Keegan Bradley, man. That performance he put in put on at the Travelers Championship. Just running away from the field. Tried to make it a little interesting coming down the stretch. I know his heart was beating a million miles an hour trying to win. You know, it's not technically his hometown, but it's the New England area. He's a Boston guy. Um, You know, was born in Vermont. So, this is the closest thing to a hometown tournament for him. He says next to a major, this is the one he wanted to win the most. And he did it, man. Uh, Had it, you know, with with Ches Revy in that final, final pairing. And he put on a clinic, man. It was impressive to watch. Congrats to him on his sixth PGA Tour win.
1: Yeah, through the early front nine, I was like, well, this is going to be a 6-7 shot win here mm-hmm. for Keegan. And then he tried to make it interesting, dude. Like, you know, he made some bo- – he hadn't made bogey in forever. Started making a few, and Cantley actually had a chance to, to make that thing very interesting on 17-18. But he had a couple slip-ups, missed the putt on um, 16, missed the putt on 17. And from that point, it was just like, keep it out of the water. And this thing's yours. And what also a nice way for him to win that one. Like like it's very, you know, well known that this is the tournament he wants to win. It's like a Scottsdale guy winning at the Phoenix open, but to be able to like enjoy the walk up 18 and not have to stress on it. You know what I mean? Like he got to celebrate it a little bit early. And also Colt, uh, this is happening right now. If you are a golfer out there and you own an old jailbreak putter, Maybe Jesus. a good time to pull it out of the old garage, throw that bitch on eBay, because there are people right now that are like, how do I get this? If Odyssey doesn't re-release that thing, they're crazy. Between Wyndham and Ricky last week, now you follow it up with Keegan. Uh, dust that thing off, shine her up, throw her on the bay, and you got a little retirement well,
0: policy. I know you got my garage code and I'm out of town, but I'm 99% sure I got at least two of them in the garage. You so. don't anymore, buddy boy. <laughs> I meant to tell you that. Perfect, thanks.
1: Yeah, Thank buy you. it now. Yeah, that, buy it
0: now went quick. That thing... Is hot right now, but man, it was a great week. The amount of people, and I'll go ahead and just I, I gotta give you this answer. I did not find the heckler, okay? But the amount uh, of people that came up and asked me, Have you seen him this week? Has he thrown anything at you? Zero heckling. Um, I was actually very disappointed. I wanted to see every person that came up and asked me, I'm like, Are you him? Be yeah, honest, just that just was say. gonna be my first it's thing, fine. dude.
1: It's like in a murder case when the murderer returns to the scene and watches the cops operate because they're like, Oh, I will look like an innocent bystander, like he, it might have been him in there just mixing it up like have you found him oh i hope you find him type of deal so don't rule that out but i don't know what the hell happened to this guy dude we gave him a lot of pub we shout him out on the radio we're trying to find him we need to offer cash or something but he's up there and i guess he's just tucked his head and uh and ran or maybe he just only like cycling the players and then once you're once you're not playing anymore you know he doesn't give a yeah. shit who knows but but, but man it, it was an
0: awesome it was an awesome week uh actually stayed in a new area this year called west hartford beautiful place tons of bars and restaurants went out with max Homa, third friday and saturday night uh but he's getting so famous it's annoying like people are waiting in line to take a picture with this guy and he says yes to everyone i was like max start telling these people they have to buy you a drink to take a picture so we don't have to pay for this shit all night like at least let's get something out of this
1: and then just slide it on over to daddy dude it's yeah at golf tournaments it's probably 10x because everybody knows like hey the tour's in town dude when i had him for the Festival when tcu played uh down here had him in uh i invited him out and just walking into there that's football fans like i know there's some golf fan overlaps but i was just like god damn max we got to get in the game bud. like i ain't missing the start of this thing yeah you know i mean he's uh he's the real deal holyfield dude but so yeah he's got to yeah, yeah, start taking advantage of
0: that a little bit time, you know
1: what's being famous if you don't get free shit exactly play?
0: i know he you doesn't want to obviously spend friday and saturday evenings with me but we did have a great time west hartford shout out y'all were an absolute blast And Sleek, our episode last week, the caddy episode, Austin Mm. Kaiser, John Ellis was a huge hit. So we thought, you know what? Why don't we throw another caddy on the pod? We got a legend this week, John Cubby Burke. He is a beauty. Cubby, he's got some good stories. The caddies
1: are awesome. People love them. They tell real stories. Shout out to Ellis and Kaiser last week for doing great. We got Burke this week. We're going to get some more. Uh, coming up as well because people seem to love them and they're just fun as hell to be around. But before we get to Cubby, I want to tell you about RLX. Huge shout out to our boys. The RLX Golf Collection draws inspiration from the traditional aesthetic of polo, updating it to create a modern sensibility focused on performance-driven design. From sophisticated styles to the most technologically advanced fabrics available, RLX Golf is the ultimate in functional luxury and provides pieces that are ready for whatever the conditions bring on the course or off. Ralph Lauren is the official outfitter of the United States Ryder Cup team and partner of the AJGA. Ralph Lauren is proud to continue its sponsorship of golf ambassadors Tom Watson, Davis Love III, Jonathan Bird, Smiley Kaufman, shout out Nick Watney, Billy Horschel, Doc Redman, Trevor Werblow, Andrea Lee, Devin Bling, Zach Johnson, Todd Anderson, and Sean Foley. The RLX Golf Collection is available in select Ralph Lauren stores, Exclusive private clubs and resorts, and online at ralphlauren.com. Well, here's the deal: you
0: look good, you play good, you play bad, you better look good. So, shout out Ralph Lauren. Ralph Lauren, however, Sleeze throws a little fancy on it. But let's tomato, get to John Cubby Burke on subpar. Here we go.
1: All right, folks, we got a certified veteran of the caddy game with us here today. He's been on the Brad for bag for Brad Faxon, Davis Love, Bill Haas, just to name a few. Lumpy by the way as well his name is john burke but to the golf world he's cub
2: cub good to have you brother ah it's great to be
0: here with you guys and to me stiffy (laughs) it (laughs) will always be stiffy who the hell's cubby don't care uh let's get into this right now because sleaze hasn't heard this story why do i call you stiffy yeah and then we'll go over my version okay we're gonna go with the caddy version
2: first because it's always different than the player version so we're sitting in the caddy room, which Colt spent more time in the caddy room than he did in the locker room. That's where all the fun is. Yeah, by the, way. the yeah. biggest compliment you can pay, pay a player is you got a lot of caddy in you. That's what we always told Colt. But anyway, we're sitting in the caddy's room at, uh, where were we? We're Napa. At Napa, Napa, Napa. And there was. Uh, golf on tv right
0: yeah it was a saturday college saturday day. and
2: we were done playing because we were done playing early that's what we do. <laughs> at least we were playing <laughs> we we got to the lunch line first <laughs> but it was pretty full and the guy that ran the caddy room came over and uh, said do you want to turn this to football or something Or I said, "Yeah, get rid of these stiffs, right? <laughs> these guys that are still playing." I didn't know Colt was about four tables away, right? And he heard that, and he immediately turned around, looked at me, and said, "Those stiffs pay your pay, write your paycheck." And I said, "Sometimes, yeah, for <laughs> yeah. that, that version." And not those here. stiffs, because my stiffs already
1: done, by the yeah. way, is yeah. why I'm eating.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, he was counting for John Kern at the time, so to me cubby became stiffy and john was little stiffy
2: yeah and we we never caught we never said colt or anything else I, It was always stiffy and stiffy and little stiffy yep. yep by the
1: way stiffy is a lot better than little stiffy <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> if you're gonna be a stiffy like a big would be nice hey big stiffy but yeah that's me yeah i don't think john little liked stiff. the little stiffy little stiffy's yeah. tough now uh, yeah. tough look it
0: was a real awkward moment too when john's now father-in-law came up to me and said heard you call my son-in-law little stiffy i was <laughs> like yeah, so let's just move on from this. <laughs> like yeah. father, like son. Yeah, he's a big wheel in the golf uh, business, his yeah. father-in-law. Oh, that's, oh, that's great. Let's settle this, too, because your, your last <laughs> real full-time boss on the on the bag was John Curran, right? Uh, yes. So John, yeah. and him and I used to battle it out for inch by inch, who could hit it the longest.
2: And really, you can emphasize inch by inch. Yes. Yeah.
0: So do you want <laughs> yeah. to settle it right now that I actually was longer than John Curran?
2: Well, m- my recollection is when you get—I think you actually hit one year two sixty. Okay. <laughs> hey, oh, oh big, year, big year! John was like two fifty nine point okay, eight. These numbers are these <laughs> numbers are wrong. but <laughs> are these yeah. adjusted for, for inflation? Which actually different? says something about both of them staying out there. It does in this modern day and age, you True. know, because uh, you know John lost in a couple of playoffs when I was yeah. working from. Colt played great, you know, and everything. Every night they text each other (laughs) on their (laughs) driving distance. And it was like, when I graduated from high school, me and my best friend were the last two academically, right? And it wasn't because of lack of brain power, I think. It's just because we didn't go to school much. But it it was like these two... Every it, was it was a battle. It was a battle. It was a
0: battle. Down yeah. to the point one yard. And I
2: even <laughs> noticed it sometimes at the end of the day, John would be swinging harder. And well, I, He knew dr- it. the driving distance The driving holes.
1: distance like, holes, he I knew it. I don't care, dude. I do <laughs> <care if laughs> we have to lay up twice. I'm sending uh, this thing. But it was a fun
0: little battle. Whenever, I remember we got paired together at Bay Hill on Sunday one year. I mean, we're in 40th or whatever, not going that great. But we like to have fun with each other. So we get to 17, the par three. And I said, all right, John, if one of us makes it, the other one has to do a cannonball off the 18th green. He goes, <laughs> he goes, fine deal. And I hit my Gary, my hybrid, all right at it. And I go, plug your nose, Stiffy. <laughs> and he slams the T box ball, went close to the hole or whatever. But I was like, can you imagine if one of us had to cannonball off the 18th at Bay Hill? Probably wouldn't be invited back. That's how you get on TV in, in a T 40. the only way situation. you get on TV. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Not the best setup. When you guys say, he said
1: it was 260, but if you get it te- teetering over 265, you get the drug test. Like when the NFL players post them doing something par, weird and no they tests. immediately oh, get oh, tested. Oh, no, they
2: just pass those two right by. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah you're
1: fine. <laughs> yeah. Whatever <laughs> drugs you're on, you need yeah. more of them. Yeah, keep taking <laughs> it. Here's some steroids, actually.
0: Yeah, really, get that up to 260. Yeah, yeah, there you go. But let's, Let me, talk, let's talk about your start. Like,
2: how did you actually even get into Cadia? Uh Back then, it was a whole different story, obviously, because there were so many guys that's waiting in the parking lot. That's not how I started, though. I was managing a ski shop. In Sun Valley, Idaho, one of the players, Charlie Bowling Jr., not Tip Charles. Caddy,
0: don't listen because I told you not to beat the table. Ch- <laughs> don't beat it, st-
1: stiffy. This is a non-beating environment in here. We're stiff. off to a hot yeah. start.
2: <laughs> Can you hear that? Anyway, be no beating on this pod. I'm managing a ski shop. Charlie comes in for a week because he went to prep school with the owner. You know, and he was um, took San Diego off because. He hit it about two forty then. So who's Charlie? Charlie Bowling Jr. was a Duke graduate graduate that played in the mid eighties. Remember, we were we were born the year you started caddying.
1: Yeah, right? I do. So sometimes do. you got to break that down for me. Yeah. I remember
3: Charlie's
2: game. Hell, he's a hell of a talent.
1: Yeah, Char- I remember him watching him from the
2: womb. <laughs> I was like, this guy's got it. Yeah, this guy could yeah, really, this guy, really got a great wedge game. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway. Charlie was there for a week. We hung out and everything, and he had a caddy at the time called Crack Eddie Terrell. See <laughs> uh, the golden era, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, yep. And uh, crack was always in his pocket, every getting in advance and everything. So at the end of the week, I just said, "Hey, Charlie, if you ever need a caddy, why, give me a call." And I didn't think anything would happen. And three weeks later, he called me, said, "Meet him at Vegas. We'll give it a try. We miss three cuts in a row, and he hired me." <laughs> and he I, like, <laughs> what a guy! Yeah. yeah. And I honestly, I wasn't blown. I had no idea what I was doing other than caddying when I was a young kid. I wasn't blowing him over greens. I was blowing him over grandstands, you know? (laughs) I caddied him right off tour. Uh, And he was a really good friend with Brad Faxon. And during the Canadian Open that year, Charlie got sick. I was already up there. Brad was up there without a caddy. And he hired me and he finished T12th and kept his card with like, $72,000? Seventy two thousand dollars. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: So it's an average caddy paycheck. Now <laughs> is. So he thought I was a big deal and he hired me the next. Hold year. on. I got you mentioned facts. Canadian Open first time 11th hole first round together. <laughs>
2: <Did> he... <laughs> oh, I, you're going to have to refresh my memory. I don't I... know the story. Well, he said,
0: "Ask him about our first ever round together, eleventh hole Canadian
2: Open." Oh, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what I think facts would say. Uh, it's not really what happened because he's great at embellishing stories. <laughs> but we started at ten. This is my first round with him, right? So we go down eleven, and on ten, he hit it in the fairway on two, right? Okay. You know, so I had no yardage from over there or anything, or, or knew what I was doing. So you know, couldn't really figure out the yardage. But we get down to eleven. It's Straight downhill, it's in the valley, the wind is... This is out. a Glen Abbey. Glen okay, Abbey. I know the yep, yep. Yeah, the wind's always, it's, it's always swirling there. You never know what it's doing, at least I never did. And uh, <laughs> he gets, hits it right in the middle of the fairway. And we're given the number, or he does the number, you know, we do it together. He says, what do you think? And I said, I don't know, what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> I agree <laughs> with whatever you think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he never forgot that. You know, yeah. I mean, I guess he, I guess he expected me to say seven. I heard. How long did y'all work together? Thirteen years. That's 13. where it
1: started. He just, he didn't have it. He showed up without a caddy. Well, he sh- Yeah, he showed up. And he with- was like,
2: "Hey, I like you." Well, just- no, uh, because Charlie was sick, and yeah. they were like really good friends. He yeah. says, "Cubs up there. He's already up there." You know, so take him. And we haven't made a cut yet. He's great. <laughs> I bet he can do well, wonders I knew, for you. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I knew him
1: by then. I that's knew a hell him. of a way to slide in, though, to a nice, ba- you know what I mean? Just on a random happenstance, like, oh, he needs a guy and your guy got sick?
2: Back then, there was 50 guys waiting in the parking lot. Yeah. You know? That's crazy. And guys like would drive Monday up nowadays. and they just swarm their cars. Yeah, yeah. It's nothing like it is, you know, you anymore. You just kind of passed the line and went to a, a yeah. nice bag, by yeah. the way. Exactly. Yeah, well, exactly.
0: We've gone over how you got the name Stiffy, but how'd you get Cub?
2: <laughs> well, I was back home playing with some of my hockey teammates, and this was like 1975 during the Golden Jack era, you know, the Golden Bear. And I, sh- it was an early morning tea time, and I showed up. I hadn't got a lot of sleep that night, and uh, I shot 33 on the front. You know, I was chipping in, <laughs> nailing eight irons from the fairway and stuff. It. <laughs> So they started giving me, sh- you know, crap. You can say, you can can say whatever it's you want this f- on this pod. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. So they started giving me shit, and they started calling me the Golden Cub. <laughs> Perfect. Nice. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. And then I proceeded to shoot 48 on the back, and we're walking off the 18th green, and they said, we're taking the Golden away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. That's good. Yeah. I mean, caddies have some
0: of the best nicknames. We've always talked about this. You already said Crack something before that. Crackhead yeah. Jimmy. That was a good one. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you got Cub, obviously Bones. Give us some of your favorite caddy nicknames out there. Well,
2: there was Killer, who was actually uh, you know, actually a felon for murder. He was out there for okay. a while.
1: That one makes sense. Yeah, so makes and
2: sense. I think Bones brought this one up, Penitentiary Larry. Penitentiary yep. Larry, yeah. That just scared the hell out of Bones. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually a pretty I good think guy. Killer
1: sounds like a guy he might be a little frightening.
2: Yeah. And then there was a wanderer he just seemed to wander all around all the time mm-hmm. and never really do anything
0: last call lance
2: uh the last call lance which he wasn't real fond of but yeah that was uh, it was true it was about as true as a nickname <laughs> <laughs> you know uh there's just a ton of them i'll tell you there's um you know uh fluff is one of the best ones yep you know that's recycled too oh because, is it yeah it was uh one of the announcers it was Steve Melnick. Yeah. was nicknamed Fluff, and he passed it on to him when he, yeah.
0: I like that. Yeah. I feel like more caddies go by nicknames than their actual
3: names. Yeah,
2: because honestly, I was uh, working last week at uh, Hilton Head on a first tee with Gary Woodland, Tony Fino. I introduced myself as John Burke the Knocker. <laughs> John Burke. Because i was knocking on the table the again. <laughs> and he thought I was kidding him. Yeah. Gary Woodland.
0: You know, Well, he's not very smart. Well, I call him. You can trick Gary.
2: Yeah, I call him strut. Cause, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because he's always strutting around. You got a chest out yeah. at all. How times. much would you say? I would
0: be too if I was him. Oh, don't delete that part. <laughs> yeah, we'll edit that. We'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll change. What you How said. much would you say? I mean, seriously, from 1985 to now, like the caddy world, it's just, it's totally different.
2: Uh, it's a joke. It's they, they really don't have a clue. They're all spoiled. They got their little caddy lounges and their parking, and they get food. They get good food and they get gifts. And people actually talk about them now, you know. And before we were like the blue water crew. We were told where we had to go to the bathroom and where we told we can't go anywhere. Mm So we would just congregate together in mass and have a great time because there were so many characters back then. They're getting on Netflix and stuff now. Give us an idea of like the living – all right, you're going
1: week to week on tour back then. Walk us through like where you're staying, how many – I'm assuming you're staying with another caddy or something to – you're always staying expenses. with at least one other caddy. Yeah.
2: Usually, you're staying with two, two or three uh, uh, other caddies. How'd you
1: do? Who gets the bet? Low score.
2: Yeah, You would do Low yeah. score and yeah. stuff like that. So yeah. if you wake up sore the yeah. next day, it's your yeah. boy's fault. So, yeah,
0: your guy, your guy. You wanted your guy to yeah. shoot low every Work single hard. day. Work hard. Yeah,
2: yeah. You caddied hard just to get mm-hmm. a bed.
0: See, I don't know if you know this, but Slee's actually caddies once a year. Yeah, a Colonial for Wyndham Clark. Mm-hmm. That's a good one to do it at. Uh, it's. Great, like the
2: food's good. I hang out in there
1: with
0: the caddies the whole time basically. Yeah. It's but, phenomenal. But I complimented you because this was supposed to be we're gonna film at noon. You show up around eleven forty five, eleven fifty, you're prompt. Okay. Slea's maybe not so much, but what kind of advice could you give a young up and coming caddy like Drew Stoltz, the sleaze? Right. I'm one for two on cuts made, but when we make the cut, we don't ever make bogeys on the weekend and we finish top
1: twenty.
2: Well, show up on time, for one thing, right? <laughs> We could <can> start. <laughs> yeah, because that, that. that's the number it's one offense for being rinsed, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, geez. I mean, you know the game, so that's why they're going to want you around and stuff like that. But. It's hard with
1: clubs, though, with Wyndham. I'm like, so I, I would hit five, so this is probably a seven for you. I don't know. Like, the distances they hit it now are so weird. I'm like, I don't even know what you're capable of.
2: The guys that hit the ball longer are harder to
3: club.
1: It's impo- I just say I think it's playing two hundred one. Yeah, is the shot like you want to fly it, and yeah. I don't know what club that is for you. Yeah. by the way,
2: they got gears, and you know, and they they're harder to club. Davis was a lot harder to club than John Curran. I'll mm-hmm. tell you that. You know. Yeah. In fact, he was. Um, well, you know i don't want i love facts like a brother but i'm i'm gonna get on him a little bit he led the tour in other fairways hit
0: he didn't (laughs) hit it that far strokes gain other fairway
2: yeah yeah, Yeah. but honestly after i when i learned early i had to get a sprinkler head from if there was a joining fairways like flint or someplace i always got sprinkler heads from adjoining fairways (laughs) that's awesome yeah so i was hard work uh, yeah that's a lot yeah but I was caddying for calc there once uh, on an off week. Fax wasn't there and he hit it into that same second fairway off of 10T or 8th or whatever it was. And I walked right up to a sprinkler head on that and, and gave him the number. And he said, how the hell do you have that sprinkler head? I, I said, I work for Fax. Yeah. Believe it or not, I've been over here a couple times. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you had to put the bathrooms in your yardage book and you had to put all the sprinklers in there for Facts. Uh, the opposite
1: <laughs> sprinklers. 138 front from right
2: here, but yeah. pins on 12. I'll tell you what, but Fax from seven iron in in the bag was just clutch and had more heart than anybody I ever worked for just never got upset about a bad shot and the best putter i've ever seen and in my life did you ever do anything for him on the greens did he ever ask you for reads or he's like let me leave picasso alone here and let him paint if he asked me for a read which was probably 10 times a year i know there's no way i'm gonna probably be able to tell if he can't read it because he was a genius right Mm -hmm. I remember one time, I think we were in Seattle, and um, he asked me for a read. And all my friends were there and everything. They were all following around watching. And I got behind him and I looked at it from behind. I looked at it from the other side. I looked at it from the right and I looked at it from the left. And I got behind him and said, Fax, Fax, I got no clue. Good luck.
1: <laughs> I like what you like. Yeah. And you I just know? walked away. Well,
2: I didn't. You know? It's fair.
0: At least you're honest. Who made it? Yeah. Oop. Good read. Yeah. And mm-hmm. one of your 10. Yeah. yeah. Bam. Yeah. Buckets. I yeah. like that. So you're 13 years with Fax and then to Davis Love? Davis for eight. Davis for eight. How, yeah. d- how did that switch all come about? How,
2: wh- when did I and how did I rinse Fax? You mean?
0: Oh, did you fire Fax? <laughs> this is perfect. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, get that story. Now,
2: that's the total caddy version. When I say <laughs> I rinse the player, <laughs> <laughs> make sure you think it's the exact opposite. Yes. I, I got rinsed because I but, never rinsed a player in my but, life.
0: But how about going from Brad Faxon
2: to Davis Love the third? I was lucky. I was very lucky. And, uh, you know, I remember. How it kind of happened, we were in Sun Valley and Ski Resort. I used to host a lot of the players up there. They'd come up, you know. I remember I hosted Phil as rookie Year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. And meaning hosting, I mean I got them all set up and everything. Yeah. They didn't stay at my house and stuff like that. But we were on the lifts and um, Fax and I were planning this ski trip and and Davis were riding up a lift and he says, Hey, I just committed to L.A. Do you want to go? And we're in the first day skiing. And I looked at him. I said, Yeah, I definitely want to go. And Fax is looking at me going, what about the rest of the ski trip? Yeah. yeah. yeah I said, have a good time. Yeah. And you bolted. <laughs> yeah, I bolted. Yeah, we lost in the playoff. But Good choice. Good start. But then when he rinsed, when Fax rinsed me, our, I rinsed Fax over a punctuality disorder uh, situation. Okay. <laughs> You're
0: more than welcome to go into detail like here if you want, or we who... can just let it go.
2: Well, uh, Fax, Fax is notorious for making you sit outside the locker room. In fact, and he may not agree with this, but I remember at Durrell one year where uh, we played in the morning pro-am and we got finished and Kelk was first off in the afternoon and I was still waiting in the outside the locker room with Calc finished after the pro-am. Mm. Oh, yep, yep, Yeah, four and a half hours.
0: see, it's a big deal even for players. Uh, yep, yeah.
2: But I, I made the mistake of sending somebody in and tell them to t- – t- say to facts verbatim what i thought outside the locker room waiting for him for two and a half hours and the guy did it it didn't go over well <laughs> i got fired at the end of the week <laughs> what were you <laughs> thinking what was, what was the say? message oh i can't repeat what yeah, i said i think they i got tell, it but you are yeah. still very good friends yeah he's step. like a brother to me That's we went awesome. through a lot together and you know, he's i mean he's one of my favorite people people in the world is Love it weird guy. when you go from a guy like that's a long relationship, 13 years, then boom, now
1: you got Davis Love, total different personality, total different game and all that, like kind of learning what makes him tick. All right, he's running hot. This is how I used to handle facts when he was doing that. Now, this is how I need to handle this guy. You know, some guys are kick him in the ass and they get going. Some guys need to be stroked a little bit.
2: They were kind of similar in a lot of ways that they never got upset about shots and they never really blamed it on the caddy, you know, that's both lucky. of them. So I was lucky for that period of time, you know, so... The, the differences in their game was a difficult transition. You know, as far as Davis hit, like I said it earlier, you know, he was tougher. to. He had gears, so. Yeah, he was the longest. And an in incredible prime, yeah. driver of the golf ball. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. And, and his long irons were a thing of beauty. You know, I remember once we were playing in the President's Cup, and we were playing against Vijay and Ernie. And this is all in their prime, right? Mm-hmm. And it said Robert Trent Jones, and there is a pin cut over water on the left side. I think we were one up going into 16 and he had like 220 and pulled four iron. And, you know, I, I'm assuming he's going to, you know, draw this club in, you know, or, or hit it 30 yards out to the right. He used most beautiful cut over that water to four feet and just pretty much won the match, you know, and those are the kind of shots that stuck with him. Mm-hmm. He was so talented with his long irons.
1: You know? Physically, he was like the gifts he had yeah. are, was rare. Yeah. Yeah. The full swing.
2: Yeah. And, you know, and plus he's, he's the integrity, the class, you know. Davis is a really good person. You know. Did
0: you ever get in trouble for stealing his head cover?
2: Did I ever? (laughs) Did I do that? Just random, just (laughs) a random question. Maybe? Oh, no. That was with facts. That was Phil. Okay.
0: That is. The sources. You're disappoint me a little bit, but go ahead. Tell the story. Oh story,
2: yeah, cover. yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a bad year for me. This is my penalty stroke year. Oh, I'm oh, you, oh, oh. gonna get to that. <laughs> just, just hold on. I'm glad hold you're, I'm glad you're re- bringing up all the bad
0: shit I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You know, don't talk about the players' win or the writer. Co-
0: no, uh, what we do, what we do after the show is we go, do, we recap the episode and we talk about how great you are, but not, not while you're sitting here. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, Tory
2: Pines. Uh, playing with Phil, and uh, was I working with Davis? I think I was working. No, I was working with Fax. Davis was in the group. Okay, Those are the three, you know, so. And <laughs> we're having a great time. All, you know, we're, it's like a practice run almost. Everybody's having a such good good time. Well, Fax only brought out, like, Two sleeves, and that's never enough clo- you know, balls for faxes <laughs> for, <laughs> enough for, for 18 holes, right? Yeah, so with that, like professionals or whatever they were at the time, ballottas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Cut those things this quick. This is like 93 or 4. Yeah, it's Uh We started, um, I think we started on 10, so we're, we're making the turn off 18, go to 1, and Faxes is running in the clubhouse to uh, get some balls, right? So that's quite a run. And anyway, so we're hitting, and Phil hits and then Brad hits, and they both kind of, Brad Brad hit like a draw, and Phil hit a cut, but the sun was right in our eyes or something, and we got up there, and I started, I I got up there. I was like first off, and I was going to the ball, and I realized I didn't have the head cover, so I kept looking back and looking back, and I didn't see it, right? And I wasn't paying attention what I was doing, and in fact was running down into the fairway and stuff, and I go to the ball, Phil's over at his ball, you know, and um, I'm looking for the head cover. I'm never looking at the ball. Not to say that I looked at the ball every single time, right? <laughs> anybody Anybody that says that is, you know. But anyway, they hit their shots, and they hit them up to the green. And uh, sure enough, we got up there, and they had hit the wrong balls. Well, Phil had taken the head cover and put it underneath his shirt. That's what he did, right oh. And he didn't give it to me till after the shot. But the best part of the story is the funniest thing that Johnny Miller ever said on air because they did an aerial of us walking back to the ball. <laughs> and Bones and I are about 12 yards ahead of them. and Bones has got his head down because this is a mortal mistake, right you yeah. know this is a career in there in there possibly. and I'm kind of going, how oh, the hell did that happen? <laughs> and Because I still didn't quite believe it. And they're both kind of yelling at us, right? And we're walking back, and there's an aerial shot of it, and Johnny Miller goes, yeah, there goes Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> oh, nice <laughs> on TV. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was the best line he ever yeah. said. Wow. <laughs> hey. So Phil
1: jacks your head cover, and then y'all end up hitting the wrong balls, having to go back. Yeah, kind of takes a, a little and a little of the joke away when you're like, oh, by the way, you're penalized.
2: Everybody was in contention too.
0: Oh. everybody oh. had had a good nine holes, Boy.
2: but it was the beginning of the tournament. But everybody yeah. He's was still got ready. plenty of time to mess it up. All three of them were on the leaderboard. Wow.
0: Right. Well, you you said when you started, you're obviously it was the Nicholas era. Then you work your way. You're in the middle of the Tiger era. Yeah, I mean, yeah. golf's booming. It still is, but golf was booming back then, especially you know in the late '90s, early 2000s. We got any Tiger stories?
2: Yeah, I I do have a few of them because I you know he used to always come up to Brad when he was a kid and challenge him in the short games at the Shark Shootout, mm-hmm. at Sherwood and stuff like that. So I knew him kind of before he got out on tour and stuff like that. But I remember when uh, you know he was very security conscious and. You know, we kind of had a relationship where we give each other a lot of shit. But anyway, Johnny Wood and I were driving around in Chicago, pulled into a restaurant. And Tiger pulled in right after us and parked over a little bit ways. And we had just picked up Johnny's laundry and everything. And Tiger went into the restaurant. So we took a hanger out of the clothes and we stuck it in his window And like we were, you know, and we, and then we just left it there. (laughs) So the next day we're on the range with him and he's telling everybody the story about everybody trying to break Break into his (laughs) car.
3: Did you I ever mention him as you? I did yeah. right there, yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. I'm sure that? he had some nice choice words. Oh, for you. yeah, yeah. I can't repeat those either. But you he always that
2: now, said. There's a sniper on the roof yeah. looking at you. Yeah. The other time I jumped on the back of his car in front of a hotel when he was trying to, you know, waiting for somebody. He just freaks out when that happens. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, there's a couple I can't tell
0: either. But, uh, you know. What's it like? I mean, obviously. You want to win. This is your living. That's how you make money. But Ryder Cups have to be the most special. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. There's
2: nothing like it. I don't know if there's anything like, like I can't compare it to anything else in sports. Like I remember in one of our hockey games, there was an NHL player playing with us and he was acting like an idiot. And I said to him, act like you've been there. And he said to me, how would you know you've never been there? (laughs) You know, it's kind of like, so I can't compare it, but uh, the most nervous I've ever been in my life is at the Ryder Cup on the first tee. You know, it's just a special environment and everything. And that, is when they, that was the era when they hated each other, mm-hmm. right? And we, and I'm 0-4 in Ryder Cup, so oh the European team loved me, <laughs> 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 you know? Stay so out of Rome. I remember kidding. <laughs> the first time we're, at, we're in um, uh, Spain at Valderrama, and uh, this is 1997. We're teeing off first on Friday. I think it's uh, fax and Freddie because I always put Freddie with fax playing best ball. Right. And I think we're playing Langer in Montgomery and there's really nobody there. And we're, there's a board about six feet away. It's like a hockey board. It's up like this. And I'm just standing there nervous as hell. It's my second Ryder cup. Not as bad as the first one. And I turn over there and I look and it's Michael Jordan. Right. And no one knows he's there. This is the first time he's ever gone and he hadn't told anybody and everything like that. And he looks at me and he gives me this manly fist pump. You know, like Jordan only yeah. Jordan can do, mm-hmm. right? This is after he'd won five championship and he was going to get his sixth that year. And I'm caught off guard and I gave him the stupidest fist pump. Ever. <laughs> I looked at him, and went <laughs> like that. I know nobody could see that, but he looked at me like I was the biggest idiot that ever walked. That was my take from that, you know, that that Ryder Cup. Cause later in the day, I tried to act manly around him, and that backfired too. Yeah, do that <laughs> one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but no, the Ryder Cup's unbelievable. Tell us about the acting manly part. that's good well tom kite was a captain and back then he the captain's always had the cooler for the water in the back of their carts and he's sitting on the back of the carts and you know he's all i mean he's all legs right he's what and he's six six. six, and both of his legs are kind of blocking the cooler and fax was parched because you know he's so nervous and everything everybody is so i i gotta get him to water so i run up to him and i hit him as hard as i can in the knees and i said get out of the way it grab grabbed the water. And once again, he gave me that same look.
3: And- <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a bold strategy. Yeah, yeah it didn't but, work. Excuse it, me,
1: Mr. Michael. It, it backfired completely. Did you ever see him again after that? Yes. And let him know how cool you are. You're not, yeah, actually... just
2: because Keegan and Curran are such good friends. I asked him about that. I said, Do you remember that? And he goes, Yeah, I remember that. And he never said anything to me. The rest yeah, of that's, it. It. that's it. That's, I that's do it. Remember he never it. talked to me again. Nothing else? Nope. That's nah, a tough <laughs> You'll get another chance with Michael. Sure. <laughs> no, I...
1: stay on those Ryder Cups because you mentioned that was like the hate era where it was a big de- you know, yeah. all that type of stuff. He played matches against Sevi, and Sevi has he's one of Europeans, you know, best ever at the Ryder Cup, but he has some. Gamesmanship tactics. Are those stories true? Did you notice him? Like, does he was he actually doing stuff? Yeah. yeah. Can you tell yeah. any of those? Yeah. Like things he actually did.
2: Yeah. And when he was captain, he did them too. You know. So, I'd love to hear. Yeah, yeah. He clears his throat when you're about yeah. to pull the trigger. Yeah. Continually and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just congested. And he's always kind of you know, in the line, always kind of nervous and fidgety and kind of in the way, you know, and uh, on purpose. And then when you play against him. When Fax and him were in a match, it was just uh, uh, unbelievable to watch where these guys were making parts from. I remember the ninth, whole whole kill. <laughs> Seve's tee shot went about forty-two yards, and never, and and, and he made part. I have the hole, you mm-hmm. know. So yeah, he was incredible that way. Yeah, he's, had, he's a fun one, fun one to watch. But you're right. He he would
1: do that, like the change jiggling. That's true. The clearing of the throats. So, yep. Did anyone ever call him? Does anyone
0: ever like back off and be like, dude? I think Zinger called him on it a couple of times. Zinger he? called him at Kiowa.
3: Yeah. Because Seve and them you know, were saying right the they uh, I didn't play there. the same ball. Yeah.
0: Yeah, in 91. Oh, that's right. Yeah. There was yeah. a description that they were te- playing with two different golf different balls, balls. And Seve called him out. And then Zinger got into it about jingling change and stepping right as he was getting ready to hit it and all this. And yeah. Oh, yeah. They had it. They had it out a little that's bit. That's
1: when it was awesome. I mean, that one especially at Kiowa. Like, that was a big one big rivalry like they were gen- it's changed a little bit i think both sides still want to kill each other but they're still like friends back then it felt like real i don't like you you don't like me let's go
2: yeah that's when the animosity started i think right there what made
1: it so great that's what built it up so much yeah
2: like, yeah, yeah and then when sergio got there he, you know he helped a little yeah. bit yeah <laughs> he, just, Run around, he turned on that
0: thing quickly they got a few guys that just all of a sudden that shows up and they go if yeah. you could caddy i've only been to the Ryder cup in the states if you could caddy one more Ryder Cup, would, you enjoy it more over there or here in the United States?
2: Well, you know, I I love going over there because the British was always my favorite tournament, but I'd rather do it in the United States. I would love to win in the United States. That's why I asked Sergio if I could work for him.
0: (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's a good line
3: uh, that's <laughs> good what exactly. there any caddies that
1: have gone like so ska you know like he was on the other side of the president's cup this year he's been on the u.s side with ricky for forever and i was with tom Cam. he was on the other side of that did you know any guys that were u.s and then went on to, like, grabbed a european bag and they been on both sides
2: yeah i think i think uh uh
1: yeah i think there's been a few people that have yeah, done that that'd be yeah. interesting they Quite kept a it yeah. it's a strange dynamic yeah. you know I, you're
2: rooting for your player i mean your course but yeah. it's still like we had a uh, American caddy that bet against us with the Europeans in '95. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was in the tournament. Yeah, he was on a bag. Yeah, he was and with Lauren Roberts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why can't I think of his name right now? I was really? The caddy for Lauren Roberts. Oh, really? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Really. I just
0: feel like over there, like their fans. I mean, it's just wild. They get into it. I mean, it's a big deal over here, but I just feel like over there it'd be really special, especially. Because we haven't won in thirty years as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah They go crazy over there, but they're also
2: they're they're very they're still a little bit polite with golf shots and everything over there, like they are with the British. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, like, like their chance and stuff on the first tee. Like we've all been to one. We're going to go this year. I can't wait for. it. But like their first tee environment is just it's special. It's different. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It
0: like really you, is. You've caddied everywhere, but imagine twenty twenty five page, Black Rider. I was just was like, "That's what I was." That's, that's
2: the most entertaining place to caddy in the world, and it's
0: unfortunate because I think it most likely would have been captained by Phil and then Poulter for their team, for sure. A
2: yeah. uh, Colin that would have been the perfect one. Phil yeah. gets called. Oh yeah, Dear God. God. Colin. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> the New Yorkers, <laughs> but,
0: I mean, New York, it's different up there. It's the best.
2: It is. So the you best. love it. Oh, I love it. I mean, I, I was, I crack up all the time, no matter what they say, because it is true and it's to the heart and they don't hold back
0: you know my first ever time playing there was a practice round for the barclays at beth page we're on 17 that par 3 is brutal to hit the yep. green playing with john mallinger we both missed the green and tuesday this guy goes you guys fucking suck <laughs> <laughs> welcome to new york that's here we my go guy. <laughs> i feel like it's one of those if
1: they love you like phil they love right he could do no wrong he's gonna have the crowd support it's probably the best place in the world to play and on the other side if you're on the wrong like sergio the gripping, regripping, they, stuff they, that's they, going on—like your week's going to be miserable. They made him cry. I mean, it's—it uh, was a—it was like, but it's also like New York, like especially for the Ryder Cup. It's like it's one week; it's going to be different, and then it's going to—you know—you're going to go somewhere else. It's going to be back to normal. Colin got to live with it.
0: Oh, Colin couldn't handle it. Monty. Oh, yeah, no, he was well, on the, the wrong side. Also, were, yeah, yeah. It's it's tough. They're not I mean, shy. No, and they do it on. to everyone. Yeah, yeah. Except for a, Phil, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they love phil oh go back to, that Ryder cup will be insane yeah that's like
1: gonna be one of the highlights of all-time Ryder cups hopefully um go back to 2004 because hal sutton that was a year what oakland hills and all that stuff but the big thing which i didn't know about the cowboy hat got a lot of attention when he came out <laughs> on the first tee. some of his decision making also got attention but talk about
2: the cowboy hat well we were trying to decide on what to do for a present for him because hal was great he was one of the first captains that was really great to the caddies. Involved us in everything, got us Cadillacs for, for courtesy cars. That will never happen again because we would all leave the hotel at the same time and race to the parking
3: lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Got to tone it back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: Joe always won that race or Judd, one of those two. Mopeds uh, next year. Hmm. So Ooh. we were going to get him a present and everything. So Judd took the command, and took the command being from Fort Worth and everything. He bought him a really, really nice cowboy hat because I think Hal's in the horses and everything like mm-hmm. yeah. that. Yeah. It's a beautiful hat, but it was black, right? So he shows up on the first tee wearing that black hat, you know. So that that was not a good sign right from the beginning. And the first pairing I think was Tiger and Phil, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, coming out with a bang, boys. Yeah, they yeah. go so well. And Phil hit it so far right, and the look
1: that Tiger gave him, Oh. Yeah. over and over by the way there's clips of that like phil hitting and tiger's like
2: closing his eyes trying to hide oh, yeah. it but yeah. not so much yeah and then his instructor telling phil's wife why he hit that walking off the tee <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah the little like, here's
1: what's going on in this swing. like she's yeah. gonna relay a message to him you're
2: a little stuck yeah
0: there's always like i feel like depending on who the caddies are but there's some fun games between the caddies when you're out there paired together yeah. you'll do some you know Whatever, play hole by hole or whatever it is with your player. But I heard you like to play some little over under games. You would set depending on who you're paired with. Possibly, maybe if someone was a little negative.
2: Well, I guess you're. Talking, yeah, we,
0: we were playing with Scott Hawk when you're with Davis. And
2: I love Scott Hawk too. Believe me, he'll he'll say anything, anytime, anywhere. Mm-hmm. He's not going to hold back, right? And I said to Davis, "We're going to do an over under on how many stupid things Scott says today." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we're walking up to first tee. And he said one sentence, and I looked at Davis and said, that's two. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really hard to say two stupid things in one sentence.
3: <laughs> but he did it. I yeah, the was seven and a half that yeah, day, he got yeah, there.
2: Yeah, yeah. Or oh, he got there by about the fourth or fifth hole. You love know? that. Yeah. What were some of the other games the, the Loops like to play while they were out there? Uh, we, didn't, we didn't have games, but Fax and I had a, like a – stupid number system like you know just to alleviate some of the boredom you know we would use uh professional athletes numbers instead of you know their names oh, instead for of, the like, yardages yeah. yeah if we had 199 it was one wayne one, mm, yeah yeah you know it works mm-hmm. yeah. who
3: is
0: obviously not davis or fax but like who was the people you looked was it more based on the player or the caddy when you looked forward to who you are paired with
2: normally the caddy yeah 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 so
0: give us some of your f- favorite caddies to get paired with tony it's always one of them. Big Navarro. Yeah, Tony always says stupid things. of saying stupid things. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> He's major
2: minor, though. You be careful with that. He's a major major league shit giver and a minor league shit taker. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Just like major Butch, Har- Butch Harmon another one. Oh, mm-hmm. Major be, minor? Oh, oh you, you give him shit. Oh, he, he, it's a period of time, depending on what he feels the offense is, before he'll talk to you again. You know, and, and same when so talk to
0: you in about thirty years.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Tony. You know, Tony's a good friend of mine. I mean, he always says the world's my dartboard, but it's really his. You know, mm-hmm. but he was one of my favorites. I got to tell you, Tony's story that he pulled on me after I rinsed Davis. <laughs> That's gonna be our clip that we yeah. we pumped the episode for. You,
0: after, I after, after I rinsed Davis, he was doing
1: nothing
2: for me.
0: Told Tiger no, in the water, Mil-
2: yeah. numerous times. I told Tiger yeah. Yeah, every he time was... he was open, Tiger, it won't work. Stop begging. Uh, I, yeah, really serious. Like, you're gonna have a good career, but yeah. nah, it's not, not for me. So I was after I rinsed Davis. It was about four months after. Tony rinsed Adam, <laughs> Adam Scott. I had called uh, Tony, and I said to him, I said, hey, Tony, I, you know, we're good friends. I don't want to, you know, but I'm, I'm I'm, looking. Will you give me Adam's number? He's open, you know, and at the time, Stevie's cat him for at the open because Tiger was hurt. So he, he, gets, uh, he says, uh, well, what do you want me to do? Put a towel in the bag for you, too? So he was like a little upset, so I said, okay, Tony, uh, that's it. Your friendship's more important, okay? Don't even give me the number. So my wife, our common-law wife. is uh, Common-law <laughs> wife. <laughs> She's, uh, I wish people could see that. Anyway, uh, she wants to go on a bike ride. And, you know, bike rides aren't real high on my priority, so I'm kind of stalling. I said, you know, and then all of a sudden the phone rang, and it's Tony says, you know, Cub, I thought about this, and there's nobody I'd rather have work for Adam after me than you now that should have been a red flag for me right right there <laughs> here we go it wasn't but I was a little flustered with her come on let's go take the bike ride and everything like this so he gives me the phone number and I say to her let me call him real quick okay and see you know because I know he's on a course I'll just leave a message so I dial a number and and I'm waiting to, for the message to come on and all of a sudden I go hello mate and I gack I completely <laughs> uh, screw this phone call. Wrong number. <laughs> I go, hey Adam, this is I uh, 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 If I worked for you, uh, we do really well. I gotta go. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> you know, it was just terrible, right? <laughs> and I didn't expect him to answer. So we take the bike ride, and I'm bitching the whole time. She's telling me to shut up the whole time. And I get back, and I get a phone call from uh, Tony, and he and he goes to me. He says, uh, "How'd that phone call go with Adam?" And I and I said it was. Awful. I didn't expect him to answer, and I just completely blew the whole situation. He goes, I got some more bad news for you. And I go, What? He goes, That wasn't Adam, that was Joey Damiano. <laughs> he other, He gave me one of the other caddy's phone number. Oh my God! And the whole time I thought it was Adam. It's good know? news, bad he news. He should have
1: let
0: that go good for news, a couple weeks. Good news, bad news.
2: Yeah. Uh, he, oh, he couldn't, but he felt so bad he was apologizing for it. And I said, Tony, that was one of the best ever.
0: Yeah. I
1: you let know? you run into Adam on the range, like, hey, dude, I'm sorry, about you, but what are you
2: talking about? Uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't. Adam didn't hear that story till about two or three years ago. I oh. told him he had a big. He got. He laughed about That's that.
0: Good. Tell me about. I know you spent quite a bit of time in Mexico. About. When i'm mm, very open ended, yeah, you know
2: a lot of stuff. Very yeah. open ended <laughs> Your research. Are, are you surprised? Uh, We're professionals around here. Are you talking about nineteen seventies? I was just told to ask about your time in Mexico. W- you mean winning the Mexican <laughs> are are being told never to come back into the country? I think feels
0: like, <laughs> it feels, I feel like it feels like that one. Feels like that Maybe second one there. that's the story. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, I was back in the seventies. You're I not allowed to... in Mexico. I wasn't, but they didn't have computers. So, you know, I was, uh, we got busing in Mexico and got um, in San Blas, Mexico and spent the weekend in jail and uh, bartered our way out, you know. Jesus. But we had to that's be, that's de- pretty
1: impressive. I didn't know though, we were doing, actually, that you know, we this is our first criminal
2: on the But, yeah. but we, de- we had to be deported on the, all the way across the country from the Western coast all the way into Brownsville, Texas with two vehicles that were in a federally armed in each one. But yeah. And then trip. we were told never to come back into okay. Mexico. So when uh, Cameron was winning uh, the Mexico down there, I I was trying to stay away from the camera. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, because oh, he won my ACOBA yeah. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, a little little camo, a
1: little
2: disguise.
0: <laughs> what, what did you? What did someone tell you about this? No, they didn't tell me anything. They just you
1: just told, me to told ask us these everything. Questions. We That's didn't even said, know you'd yeah. ever been to Mexico. Uh, uh, yeah
2: yeah uh can we can <laughs> I we can, can i we, was 22 years old with it yeah I the coach.
1: statute of limitations is run down there in mexico can no we get into the the charges here that landed you there or what you did to get into a mexican prison <laughs> in the first place
2: we had bought two pounds of weed and we were going to go camp by a river going in the ocean and we were out in the beach digging clams and obviously the guy who sold it to us was in cahoots with federal and they pulled us over and searched oh, our vehicle set you up yeah yeah a little yeah. sting operation yeah 1972 damn yeah that's just wrong well, yeah yeah i really didn't expect that to come up i didn't either yeah you you, you negotiated your way out
1: of it if there's one police force in the world that's probably open to some negotiation it's yeah like, I mean, it's we traded our
0: Beatles tapes and the, some jeans and <laughs> you need a, you need
1: a sandwich <laughs> i got a couple of those i can get you one of
0: those yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. all right well we, we can tell stories for four hours should, i feel like should we gotta, do
1: any should we get a quick recap of we talked about a lot of your guys you did do a one what we'll call like a farewell or retirement tour with our boy lumpy damn yeah how'd uh, yeah. that go yeah. he had to be a peach because i don't think he even gave a shit at that point maybe less than ever before
2: uh, well you know he still cared and everything but he just kind of he kind of knew what was going to happen and he was going to enjoy his last nine months so it was the most fun we ever had in fact i think we were a distraction to almost every group we were in because we were <laughs> laughing so hard almost every day you know like you know yeah some of the stuff you do i remember we were walking up to playing reno and he had a five footer for eagle and um he, and he hit it three feet and straight up the hill right he had to put three feet it was two feet short and he put up his putter <laughs> like in the yeah. shack, and he yelled I can't fucking take it anymore (laughs) and he just fell (laughs) and he he didn't even break his fall and and his arm was right here and he bounced off the green right and he just laid there and there's about 50 people following him because he's entertaining right and everybody was laughing and then everybody got deathly quiet. (laughs) i can't take it anymore
3: anymore.
2: he's the best they gotta have a clip of that and and honestly the guys in the fairway i look back they're all like this with their hands on their knees laughing finally i said are you all right he goes yeah i just don't want to get up yet (laughs) you know i mean stuff like that i mean that'd be be a
1: fun last little hurrah Uh, for him yeah he's the 10 anyways but when he his care level's low right even yeah, more. yeah,
2: it was so much fun. God, he's know. the best. Yeah,
1: he's,
3: it, it, he's they don't make uh, him like that anymore. He is no so special,
2: you know. And those the guys out there now tell me all the time. There's just it's just not as fun out there. There are not as many characters on both sides of the bag.
0: You know, I mean, yeah.
2: I had a good time Was when I was out there.
0: You still do? Yeah, you were just there. You still had yeah. a good time on Saturday. No shot 64. <laughs> zero to zero. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think the money. I can't niche
1: yeah. either. There's no caddies having to negotiate with the federalities to get back into the United States in Mayakoba anymore. Yeah, but period.
2: There, back then, there was a lot of caddies negotiating with
1: law I'm enforcement. Sure. Yeah. To, 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 I'm so. sure. Yeah. All right, sure. let's
0: get to the, the E9. We do this with everyone, okay? 9... I mean, they're supposed to be fun questions, but these have all been pretty fun. We asked this to everyone. You can trade lives with anyone. Be somebody for one day. Dead or alive of all time, who would it be? Well, probably be
2: um, probably be Wayne. The great one. Yeah, yeah. Will? Gretzky. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I, I had no skills or talent as a hockey player. It was just go to the corners in front of the net, bounce around and shit. You know, love to play the game with skills.
0: Gretzky in his prime.
2: Yeah, yeah. Is there
1: another, um, just for my reference here, because you already answered one of mine, is there another question maybe along those same lines coming up involving that man on your side? Uh, If not, I'm going to fire. Okay. All right, I'm going to give you this one then. Craziest caddy fan interaction you've seen where a caddy had to like step in and regulate somebody because it was too much.
2: I was probably, and we were playing in the finals of match play at La Costa against mm-hmm. Davis. Back in the day. Yeah, that was the little guy that was running around every time Davis was in his backswing, yelled, No love. Oh, yeah. Remember that? And I went up to him, and finally, I, I forgot about that. Yeah, and I was kept trying to search for him and everything, and uh, Tigers Security wasn't doing anything. Why would they? We started, you know. That's, we were leading the match until that started happening. Finally, I saw him by the ropes, little guy kind of sneaking in and out. And I kind of figured that was him. And so I went up to him and got right in his face. And the media just blasted both of us for doing that. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. But you it was like, how they blasted right? you. Didn't they take him? Yeah. It's your job the, to protect your guy and make yeah, sure they, if somebody's just,
1: heckling him, you find him. I mean, it's not even really your job. It's the security's job. We ended up
2: losing that match, but they just blasted us, saying we were way out of light and to go after him. But it was literally right at the top. He would wait well, till he was right here every single time. I remember it, too, and
1: they made it sound like, if you didn't know and you weren't there, it made it sound like he did it, like, one time. Or no, something. no, it, like, wasn't at the top. It was just he was not rooting for Davis,
2: basically, and they he got booted. But that, like. He did it out. at least four times yeah. before I, I spotted, you know, cause of course everybody's following us. So he's hard and he's a little guy. So he's in and out of everybody, you know? So you, you hear it, you look over, right? Then you just see little feet scoot around, you know? So yeah. And that I makes was, more sense.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next one. You've had some other jobs in your, in your time. Okay. Hockey GM. Now you're the, what do we call it? Poho? Poho. Poho. <laughs> Po-ho. Uh, you're once a roofer.
2: Yeah, you
0: you had got a lot you, of skills, you, dude. Yeah, you do it all. But uh, you, you, I believe you broke up with a girlfriend while you're doing some <laughs> roofing.
2: What the hell did you? <laughs>
0: Maybe share the story with us. <laughs> Broke her poor heart. Yeah, poor girl. Oh God, I she can't believe.
2: What, did you call people and catch know? Just answer the she question. She hasn't rebounded
1: to this day. Just uh, like you know. no,
2: she's doing fine. Believe me. It's I don't a, know. She's still there's a hole in that heart. <laughs> yeah, well, there was a hole in that roof too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, me and Bonzo
2: were sitting on top of the roof and uh, we were talking about it and commiserating. And, I, and we could see our condo, and it was about two blocks away, and all of a sudden, the window was open, and all my shit was being thrown out. <laughs> <The condo! laughs> oh, so she broke up with you. Yeah. I mean, all, all this shit was being thrown in the condo, into the yard. I, mean, I What'd you do? I said, I'll, I'll
0: grab that at lunch. <laughs> <laughs> so you're at another job. Look over to your condo, and she's throwing all your stuff out the window. I, this, your is so sources. this is so great. There was a hole in that roof, Boy. too. <laughs> I,
2: I, I gotta know your sources. Oh we'll get to it God. after the show.
0: Mm. Oh, that's mm. good. Okay. Next one. Uh, you
1: might have answered that. I was gonna ask you the biggest mess up or mistake that you ever made. I assume it was the
2: wrong ball situation. Well correct? not only that, it was uh we we hit the wrong balls that day. Uh Later that year, we hit the wrong type of ball going up ninth at Westchester. A little ball change? uh, On a ball change where I threw him a ball from my pocket. And he hacked it up the left rough and made a long putt for uh, a bogey and ended up being a triple, I believe, when he looked at the ball. Um, So what In the same manufacturer? No, it was Titleist. Okay. It was just a the type. Of, I, yeah. Is this Fax or Love? Fax. And he had tried a bunch of different balls during the off week, and he said he had them all out of there, and I didn't really check it. And I apparently had one in my pocket, and I threw it to him in four caddy. Mm-hmm. And the other was a four caddy at Hartford, yep. which is a legendary – well, I don't know if it's legendary, but it's a story. We're on 18. Fax had just missed uh four-footer for birdie. Very seldom happens on 17, but he was uh, still up first. We're four caddying on the left there. It's when the range was behind the clubhouse, you know, down the hill.
0: That's before my time.
2: Yeah, and they had the big green fencing up. And, you know, the big tree right when you get to the top of the hill there, that's probably 180 in the start of the fairway. We were just to the left of there, and the other caddy, was, I was just about ready to turn around, and he asked me a yes-no question, and I turned to him, and I said no, and I heard thwack, and then I heard watch out, cubby. <laughs> and then before I could even turn around, a line drive hit me in the back, right in the middle of my back. And I buckled my knees. And as I was going down, I went, that's two. <laughs> <laughs> Signaled two. two, yeah. You yeah. knew it was facts. <laughs> yeah, I knew it was facts because he was up first, right? And so it's in the rough. It's six inches deep, right? And so he comes up and he goes, why were you signaling that are you okay he said and i said yeah i'm fine he says why were you signaling you're all right and i went i wasn't i was signaling that's two yeah
1: that wasn't a peace sign bro <laughs> he
2: made he made a great six right we were like in 53rd place it knocks us down to 60th i'm waiting for him by his bmw he comes out and he says uh, I want you to write an S 1500 word essay on what it takes to be a good caddy out here. And I said, what am I in fourth grade?
0: (laughs) (laughs) He wanted you to write an essay for real. Yeah. You didn't do it. it. Well,
2: (laughs) he hit the gas when I said that and he almost hit a lady walking right in front of him. You know, he had to slam on the brakes. And then we were staying at Denver that week and I won't get into what happened or anything like that, but he had a little bit of, trouble and he was going through something personally and everything like that and and i was supposed to pick him up at the airport and because of that i wrote it but i threw as much humor in there as i possibly could right just to cheer him up a little bit you know good yeah, man yeah, you, you completed yeah. the task i completed 1500 the task words. yeah and actually i we moved recently and i and i found it Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah, I'd love yeah. to see it, actually. Well, I'm not sure with that to anybody.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it would help if I had a player that didn't duck hook balls at my back as I'm going to four caddy. Yeah,
3: but That's I read it and I became caddy. a better caddy after yeah. I read it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'd never have been hit in the fairway yet. Yeah. All right. Well, one of mine was, has your own player yeah, ball yeah. ever hit you? So we'll just go on to the to next one. Them, yeah. Okay. Um, that was a good thing six months believe
2: me and i kept my job through all you've of you've kept your job by the way people they love you oh yeah you usa where people
1: less U- understanding people would have said yeah
2: usa paper was talking about that the usa today and also that next day when Stuart sink won the tournament i opened up the sports page at a diner and the headlines was <laughs> a picture of me and fax and said fax wishes he hit his caddy in the head
0: <laughs> oh nice, nice. sink one no, right nothing.
2: underneath it in small print Sink wins G H
0: O. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. No I will thing say bad On a serious note, though, like everybody I talked to, there's great stories, but then it's Cubby is the absolute best. Uh, love him like a brother, all that. Yeah. So they do love you. They just like, cause he had good stories <laughs> sometimes do. Um, all right. Next one was facts, a better driver of the golf ball or a car. After he went to A.J. Foyt driving school. (laughs) I would have to say. As as a golf ball. (laughs) And that's not real good. Damn. Tell us about this. Uh, Bones, I will reveal one of my sources. Bones shared a story. said y'all were driving around Toledo after he did this driving school.
2: Yeah, it was Bones. uh, Joe and I, in fact, we were going to a movie. And it was my rental, which that same week bones had taken the aerial and hit it and underneath the still had aerials, right And underneath the seat and all i could get was a christian network i listened to all week you know that was part of that same week joe had kicked the door in so <laughs> things are going well <laughs> yeah so we're facts goes he's so excited he just got finished with his driver's school i'm going to show you guys a j turn and we're in a construction area you know what a j turn is right
0: i don't I'm guessing it looks like a J, though. It's probably shaped like a J. Yeah,
2: but you got to go in reverse, like 40 40 miles an hour, and then you got to hit the gears and and flip it around, right? So we're all in the car, and he's back in that thing going 40, 50, and he hits it, and it flips around, but it goes up onto a curb, (laughs) into a dirt pile, (laughs) there's shit flying everywhere. (laughs) The, the tires are blowing. Have you rode with him since? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh my God!
1: One it's AJ Foyt driving school. Uh, so just driving in general, just
2: maybe not his thing. Oh uh, no, no. Fast, Does a lot fast. of things well. Yeah. Driving, yeah, he's yeah, he's got any a, he's got capacity. attention deficit order too. it. So they, he's not paying attention to the road. That can happen. Yeah, that's great. It can happen. Yeah. J turn. Let's yeah. go practice. I yeah. oh, hey, I, I, I did it with him after that in a big parking lot and he pulled it off okay. you know there's no obstructions there and he tried to do it on a street <laughs> you know with a in a housing development of you know houses just being built
0: with 42 children running around the sidewalks yeah and three t-
2: three tour caddies Perfect. The, yeah and their buzzards were flying around us okay. afterwards trying to get <laughs> our jobs oh love uh, it's it. good all right you're answering a lot of mine
1: on the fly here but i'll, I'll just throw out one impromptu here hopefully you got something just give me if someone had never met Fluff Cowan in their life, explain fluff to them.
2: Uh, fluff is a laid-back, gentle soul that don't cross him. Oh yeah, he's yeah, got that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to cross him. Seems pretty chill most of the time. I got a good fluff story too if you yes, want to hear Yes, there we, what we it. go. That's what you, we're ready? For. you ready? You ready? Hixie, Frank, Fluff and I uh, Hixie and were staying together in Tampa in a house during the tournament. It was during March Madness and everything. And Fluff had j- uh, he was just had played golf with Peter down in Naples or Peter Jacobson, who he used to work for, right? Mm-hmm. And he came home and he couldn't find his wallet. He's tossing the, the furniture he wasn't even in, you know, hadn't even been in the house yet. He's looking places where he hadn't been mm-hmm. in his cars and everything like that. He couldn't find his wallet, so he was sideways. So he went. He said, I'm going to bed. But before he went to bed, he went into the bathroom. And he makes these primal screams when he's in the bathroom. You just don't know what he's doing in there, right? Yeah, he's just making all these noises that are just, we're looking at each other and everything like this. So he leaves the bathroom. And I go, God, you guys, I got to go see what he did in there. (laughs) I just can't leave this alone. So I went in there. And I didn't notice anything different except for his dentures were in a drinking club. Uh, glass from the kitchen and it was half full with Listerine and half full with water and his dentures were right in there right so I took those and I took him and I hid him behind the tv (laughs) (laughs) so the next morning he gets up and goes to the bathroom and the three of us are actually watching early morning games we don't have to be to the course till later and he he goes in the bathroom (laughs) And, 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 well, I took that glass and I put the formula in there, right? The same with no dentures. The glass is still there. But there's the just, teeth are gone. There's no teeth in it. Problem. Yeah. Yes, problem. So he comes out of there and he goes, Hey, are you going to see my fucking teeth? <laughs> We're going, and I go, no, and they all, uh, Frank and Hicksy go, no, we haven't seen your teeth. Even though you had dentures. Yeah, you had them in when you came in last night when you couldn't find your wallet. fucking hurry. I could go of course. Jim's going to be mad if I my fucking teeth Talking about Jim Furyk, right? <laughs> And I said, Fluff, think about it. Where did you have them last? Could they have been in your wallet? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, oh, it's real fucking funny, Oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> so, so he goes and he gets dressed and he's walking out the door. He goes,
3: what the fuck? <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I said, "Fluff, well, they're behind the TV." <laughs> and so he put him I bet he wanted in. to kill you. Oh, he was so mad. I don't. am surprised you. I'm surprised you didn't let him go to the course without him. Oh no, I couldn't. I couldn't. Oh, but that's he, great. He can
1: still rip darts with no teeth, though. Oh God, he's a beauty. He is he's he's, special. I love.
2: A. I love Fluff. I just love the guy. He needs that.
1: to have like a. He needs to write a book at the end of it all.
2: Oh yeah, that's, yeah.
1: And that would be. He's been around the block.
2: Yeah, great caddy, better person. Yeah, love seems that. like
0: it. All right. Last one for me. Have you ever asked for someone's autograph during a PGA Tour round? Yeah, I know yeah. where you got that. There, so. is. there it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is. If this is true, the way he told it to me, this is incredible. <laughs> it's a true story. Okay. <laughs> Good. Uh, AT told Pebble, uh,
2: we had won 2001 and our partner was Bill Russell. And this is not the story, but it's kind of a prelude to it. It was that uh, Bill was walking over the greens when we we're trying to win, and he's got like size 15 shoes, and he's walking on our lines. And Davis says, you I, I, he, he got to stop him. So I'm boxing out Bill Russell <laughs> coming down the final nine in front of the greens. You know, I'm like five, nine and a half, right? Just trying to box out one of the greatest of all types. So we fast forward to 2003, and we're playing with Mike Weir and Wayne, his, his partner, and uh, Davis is playing with John Lennon. Uh who works for no, not the. Oh no, he's already dead. I was about
1: to say
3: how <laughs> that happened. <I> <laughs> no. My I mean, years are messed up on something. <laughs> it, it, okay. Was,
2: okay, he was a top one of the top dogs at American Express, and, and anyway, you know, we were having fun with Wayne all day long and telling stories and everything like this. And my stepson who was who was a big hockey player. You know, he really wanted me to get a autograph from Wayne, right? So I hadn't done it all day long, all day long, and Davis. Pipes it down the fairway and we're you know, we're watching Tom Lehman makes putt for Birdie and now we're tied, right? Uh this is the last hole of the tournament. This is the last, this is 72nd hole. 72nd second. Second hole. Shit is on the line. Yeah, shit yeah. is on the line. And you know, and I said, This is a great opportunity because he's over on the left side of the fairway. We're on the right side of the tree right there, right? So I go over to uh Wayne, I said, Hey, you gotta sign this for my stepson. You know, he takes one of his balls and he sign it and everything, you know. And uh, I turn it around and, and, you know, it says 99 on it, you know. I turn around and I go, why are you using Mario's balls? Because <laughs> <laughs> Mario <laughs> Lemieux is 66, right? He like, get the fuck out of here, come. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Davis is yelling at me at this time. You need to get over here. We, we,
0: we, we. He said his second shot at 18th at Pebble Beach and you're over getting a autograph. Tied, yeah, for, yeah. The the tied for the lead.
2: Tied for the lead, yeah. And At he, what point did you think this was a good idea? <laughs> I was going to say, after the round was like a good time when you shake hands. Well, you know what? He needed a distraction because we were waiting for the group in front of him, right? He needed to think about something else. Oh, so this is good strategy by yeah. you. Yeah. So I just went over and I did you know, and then we just discussed it with a foreigner and he hit it to 20 feet and two putted and we won the yeah. tournament. And You got your autograph. so it works huh.
1: sometimes. Players don't understand what you're doing for them psychologically, yeah, it's and, above that, you know. Yeah, what I mean? and basically, I was but you just you get it, yeah. Basically, I was over there getting an autograph and never thought that at all. <laughs> the Mario <laughs> yeah,
2: joke, I thought good. I had enough time. The, the Lemieux joke's good, too. Yeah, right? I mean, like, Wayne What more really you doing, like, dude. Get your yeah. own
1: ball, like you're, you're known enough, you can probably yeah. get your own number on that, yeah, yeah. Exactly, that's <laughs> good. That's Good yeah, on the last yeah. hole, you gup? They don't make nah, that. That's uh, he Is answered that like half, I had a Jordan question in there, but you already hit it, so good on you, stiffy. Yeah, yeah, you're stiffy. the man. Big Stiffy. Yeah. Appreciate you.
0: All right. Well, that was our man Cubby on subpar. Slay's the caddies. They are so fun. They have the best stories. We got to get more caddies on the show.
1: They're coming. Talked to a few just recently, by the way, for some, some name players. So we will get uh, more caddies in the mix. And they never. Disappoint. all right we are on to the rocket mortgage and the pga tour is in full swing and you can get in on the action with fanduel sign up and you'll get a no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars back in bonus bets all right bg like i said the rocket mortgage it's here it's coming it's probably going to be a birdie fest time to cash in use your no sweat bet on players like the guys we're about to
0: mention i'll let you start it off colt who's your favorite yeah, so the odds aren't out yet, but we're gonna go. We're gonna go ahead and throw you some names out there, and then we'll we'll update it later on in the week. But listen, it's been a struggle for this guy as of late. I think he finally found something at the Travelers, getting the top ten shot sixty-two on Saturday. I'm gonna go with my man JT. You can't keep him down this long. He's coming.
1: He showed some nice form, bounced back after that big number out at LA, and he 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 put some birds on the board. And like we said, you're gonna need tweeters. This week, and the guy I got, this man, is making a grizz of him right now. Made more than anyone out of LACC two weeks ago. Kept that going this week where he had a chance, a legit chance, at a 59 burger. His time is nearing. Why not this week? Give me BDR Ricky Fowler. Stand up. Let's get this thing done. The
0: face of the Rocket Mortgage Classic. He's an ambassador for for them. So I hope Ricky continues this great play. I was actually on the call for the 60. It was a lot of fun to watch him coming down the stretch. Had a good good look at it. Didn't hit the best wedge into the last, but still hell of a round of sixty. Um, a little further down the board, this guy also makes a ton of birdies. That first win's coming soon. Sayeth the gala. Let's go, baby.
1: Ooh, that would be a very very popular win on the PJ tour. I'll be rooting for that. I'm going. I'm going a little bit dark with my dark horse this week, Cole. But like I said, low scores expected this week. This guy, his two best finishes on tour came in similar style shootouts. Fifth at Punta Cana, where he shot sixteen under. And he was runner-up at the Byron Nelson where he shot 22 under. He's got seven straight made cuts, and he's top 25 in five of the last six. Give me Austin Eckroat up in d okay. What do you think about that? Yeah,
0: pride of Edmond, Oklahoma. How about his high school at won 10 straight high school golf titles? State Not titles? That's terrible. Unbelievable. Yeah,
3: Not They, they terrible. produce some really
0: good products, including, we hate to give him a shout-out, Hayden Wood.
1: Oh, shout out to H Town! Oh, shout God. out to H Town! He was riding on the coattails of Eckerd all the way to them state titles. Um, by the way, he had a legit. Look for 28 at the, on the front yep. nine at the at LACC for the lowest nine holes in major championship history. So the kid can make some tweets. If you like these, you can bet them to win outright. Top 20 head-to-head matchups. Right now is the perfect time to join FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, and easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options and props, including the things I just mentioned. There's some exotic bets in there as well. And when you win, you get paid instantly. So get inside the roots from now until the Tour Championship. Go to FanDuel.com subpar and sign up. That's FanDuel.com subpar to get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets.
0: FanDuel, official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Must be 21 years and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at fanduel.com sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hope is here. Gambling helpline: ma.org, or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts. Call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369 in New York. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, or Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777, or visit ccpg.org chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700, or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, or www.mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, 1-800-F- 522-4700 in wyoming or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in west virginia all right well done thanks for handling the reads i'm about to go get amongst it out here in the city it's gonna get have, wild have yourself a time bud
1: you only turned 38 once you know what i mean that's right that's exactly right catching up to my waist size go get you're creeping <laughs> up on it doggy a couple more all <laughs> have right fun, bro.
0: We'll, we'll talk to you on next week's subpar